welcome to another bonus episode of Treat Your Shelf, where we are going through the One Piece manga. I'm Hannah. And I'm Christina. And I'm Emma. And this time we are bringing you Annie's Lobby. <laughs> Emma, what chapters are those? What, what, what are we covering today? Well... So, as Hannah said, this is the Ennies Lobby arc, the end of the Water 7 saga. So we also are going to cover the aftermath of Ennies Lobby as well, which was chapters 375 through 441. Yes. Exciting. Although I suppose Christina was not here with us last time, so I don't know if she wants to give us some thoughts on the Water 7. Arc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I really liked Water 7. I really liked it. Uh, up until Ennis Lobby, it was like the my favorite chunk that I've read so far. Mm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really fun. I love the idea of the actual island too. Like it's just so cool. Like all the different worlds being built. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I read it. I went into Ennis Lobby like right after reading it. So yeah. there was no break. Yeah. But I will say everyone <laughs> heed Emma's advice and just get through the Davy backbite, please. <laughs> just power through it (laughs) yeah that was rough (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah we we didn't really talk about it last time we're just like so anyway end of davy back fight aokiji shows up but (laughs) yeah like completely useless like nothing changes from it (laughs) yeah Uh, anyways and then we start like the best sections or you know sagas or whatever that we've Mm -hmm. come to so far yes agreed yes (laughs) i know this has a special place in emma's heart it okay i'll tell you now it's this is my favorite (laughs) saga it's so good it's number one even more than east blue (laughs) wow (laughs) because you know i'm the only one who loves east blue yeah But yes, this is my absolute favorite. And it's just so perfectly done because Water 7 is all emotions just constantly bombarding mm-hmm. you. And then reading Annie's Lobby felt so cathartic. Yeah. Even with the tragic, like you get tragic backstory, of course, and you still get a lot of emotions. But just everything that was happening, I was just like, oh my god, I just feel so much better after reading this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree. I mean, let's get into it. I'll say my usual thing of we are not going to be spoiling anything beyond Ennies Lobby. uh, So don't worry about that. Uh, Emma does know everything. I know (laughs) up to a certain point, Christina is current with this so (laughs) i'm reading it for the first time (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that's where we're all at i mean i don't know how we want to discuss this i do want to say i had mentioned in the water seven episode that frankie was having like emotional conversations with the like crew and Mm -hmm. he starts off in the section having an emotional conversation with robin yeah Mm -hmm. Which was just so impactful, where he's telling her that no matter what weapon you've got, just being isn't a crime. Existing isn't a crime. (laughs) Oh my god. Frankie! (laughs) Maybe Frankie should have told that to Iceberg. (laughs) (laughs) I know they disagreed on everything, but like, Mm -hmm. maybe he should have brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but they have such like a sibling relationship, I think he couldn't form a coherent argument 
like to <laughs> to share his thoughts with Iceberg because mm-hmm. they just butt heads so much. Yeah, but yeah, we we get to Annie's lobby and our straw hats get reunited. Oh, Christina, we have a very important question for you. Yes, where is Sniper Island? In your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's right sniper king is with the rest of the crew now and luffy and chopper do not know that he's usopp even though he's clearly usopp Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) they are our crew they're reunited they're gonna go to eddie's lobby they come up with a plan but it doesn't matter because luffy just jumps in Yeah. yeah yeah so there's a long time of just chaos in like, all the Marines are trying to kill Luffy, who's just running around. Yes. <laughs> yes. And there's, like, a series of gates that they have to get through. So everyone's, like, at each gate, there's, like, a new boss that they have to mm-hmm. confront. My favorite bosses were the Giants. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I love, I love everything that Sniper King does. <laughs> because it's, like, Usopp doesn't... Like, he feels like he's so weak and, like, he's now he has this persona where he can, like, be brave and strong and, like, clever, too. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. he was so fast in recognizing that these giants are related to the ones that he made, he befriended on Little Garden and that were, like, fighting for all eternity and turns them onto, you know, the allies' side. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So great. Yeah, and then I just love how then their plan, one, was kind of useless because of Luffy just hopping ahead, but then also ended up being kind of useless because they just end up hopping over all of the gates with the train. <laughs> well, because the first gate closes. So the they're first like... gate does get closed, and, and so then that's the only way. And then we also have Zoro, <laughs> who's just there, like, just leave it to luck about, like, where they're going to land. Yes. <laughs> they're all like, but no, the way Eni's lobby is designed is very scary because there's just, like, a giant pit and a huge waterfall, <laughs> and it's, like, never ending. And so, yeah. so you don't want to oh land in that. Gosh. But he's like, nah, let luck, let luck handle <laughs> it. It'll be fine. <laughs> I thought that was really interesting. I mean, Zoro is like the big luck dude, but I think Nami said it at one point too. She's like, and at the end, luck. Yeah, Yeah, when they're like, wait, how are we going to leave the island? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And Christina, you missed it, but I really love Polly from the Galila crew. And I especially love him in this because the whole time he's really focused on keeping everybody else focused. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And and there are times where they, you know, want to start taking on all of the Marines that are there around them. But he's like, no, you guys have a location that you are supposed to get to. You are supposed to be focusing on trying to get Mm -hmm. Robin back. You need to focus on that. We'll take care of everything else. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, everyone really like all of the sporting characters, like all the Galley Law crews, Frankie's family, yes. like everyone plays such a great supporting role. Yes. Yeah, and we meet the rest of CP9 because apparently there are more of them, not just the ones that were in Water 7. Yes. Right. Well, you can't have all of your secret task force in infiltrating a, a shipping company. <laughs> Pretending to be shipwrights for five years. Yeah. <laughs> five years. <laughs> I wonder what missions they were going on, though. Well, they talked about it, how, like, they really messed up oh, their yes. mission to assassinate 
revolutionary yes. leaders? Yes, oh. they did say that. Yeah, because Chapapa was just telling everybody. That's not his name. <laughs> Fukuro? Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it, it's okay. I can't, like, the other one's Kumadori. I cannot remember that name, like, to save mm. my life. But I think I, I think I have it down. Okay, good. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're all there. They all have they're all weird, weird gimmicks. Yeah, yeah. As part of their reward for bringing back Nico, Robin, and Frankie, two of the crew were given devil fruits, and so there's like new powers that kind of surprise us, and a lot of people turn into animals. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a lot of animals. Um. Okay. So the dude with the square nose, like the long square nose, when I first saw him on the page, I thought he was like made of wood. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I can see that. He he gives that impression. Yeah. I like, like, what's his deal? (laughs) Oh, wait, Christina, I am curious then with, since we didn't get to talk to you about Water 7, did you see like the betrayal of the Galilaw of Kaku and Khalifa and Luchi. I did not. I was like trying to figure out who who it was that was with her and that like lured Nico Robin away. Yeah, it took me way too long to realize it was them. <laughs> the like fake dead pigeon man like really sold me. Oh That's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I do have a translation note about Kaku. Tell us. That I meant to bring up last time, but I forgot. But it's good, because now Christina's here. She can hear it. Oh, yay. So when he first, when we first meet him, the um, the Straw Hats comment, Are you an old man? You talk like an old man. And he's like, no, I'm a young man. But I get that a lot. But in this translation, there's nothing to show that he talks like an old man. But yeah. anyway, the reason is because in Japanese, there are different first person singular pronouns other than just mm. I, like there's an English. So whichever one he's using is associated with old men. I don't know exactly like if it's like an outdated term. And okay. so only like old people use it or I don't know exactly what it is. But anyway, he talks like an old man, but it doesn't matter, I guess. Or does it? Does he have some sort of tragic backstory that we don't know about? Possibly. I, you know, I really want to know more about him. Like, him commenting on him being old is another reason why I thought he was a tree. Because, like, (laughs) trees are old. (laughs) Oh, Kaku. Hannah liked him, too. I did like him. I mean, all the times he was confused for Usopp was great, too. (laughs) I don't know. I liked him, and then he was just so sad when he was told that he was fired. (laughs) Even though, like, obviously you would be. (laughs) Like... (laughs) I liked him as a draft, too. He's, like, trying to defend why he has a cool power. Yeah, trying to really <laughs> convince everybody and himself that yes. it's okay that he's a giraffe. I, I exactly. love giraffes. <laughs> They're cool. <laughs> okay, but I guess the most important thing that we should talk about is Robin's backstory, because we finally learn it. Oh my gosh. This is my favorite backstory, because I love Robin. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Robin. How do we even explain this backstory? She, she was an eight-year-old girl who lived on the island of Ohara, which was home to the greatest scholars in the world. And at eight years old, she became an archaeologist. Yes! Because, oh, because, oh my gosh, she, she was an outcast because she ate the devil fruit. We didn't see that happen. Right. But 
I was like wanting them to show it. I'm like, did she eat the devil fruit after her mom left? Or... I'm curious, yeah. like when she did, because I mean, yeah. clearly she did it young. Like, why did she eat it? Like, how did that happen? Was it just left out in the like tree and she she just ate it? Yeah, like how does it? someone younger than eight years old find the devil fruit. <laughs> I mean, that's basically the recurring theme with the crew is that they all ate it by accident yeah. when they were young. Yeah. With Luffy and Chopper, just like, oh, look at this oh. fruit, I'll just eat it. Yeah, that's fair. So, and also her mom's an archaeologist, but she's gone away on a secret mission. Yeah. A secret mm-hmm. archaeology mission. Yes. Oh, so cool. It's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> So so then she becomes an archaeologist, but then she's like, I want to read the Pawneeglyphs. And Dr. Clover is the head archaeologist, and he says, no, you can't do that. That's illegal. It'll put you in danger. And then she runs away, and then she meets a giant who washed up on shore. <laughs> but also, it's just so hard because she knows the archaeologists are studying the Pawneeglyphs. Like, she thought this was a way to connect with them, to connect with her mom, to connect with everybody and these people that... Because she doesn't have connections on this island. Not really. Yeah. Everybody makes fun of her. Everybody thinks she's a monster. And so it was just really sad that, like, here was this momentous occasion where she accomplished her goal. And then they're immediately like, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't hang with us. I know. It's like... Since I knew everything that was going to happen, the moment when they tell her that she passed her archaeology exam, I wrote for no reason, but I wrote it. I was like, she looks so happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. But yeah, she meets she meets Jaguar D. Saul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up with that? Everyone in his family has a D. Middle initial. Yes. Is yep. Luffy related to giants? <laughs> Maybe. That's what Hannah thinks. That's not what I think. Okay, here is my actual thought. Okay. I feel like the people with the D initials is related to the void century and that all of the people from this kingdom, I'm thinking it's like a multiracial kingdom where, you know, there are the giants and humans and tall humans. I don't know. Like, (laughs) you know, the three races of the One Piece world. (laughs) Three main races. (laughs) (laughs) And I just think that it's something like passed on from the peoples of that kingdom that was destroyed and that Clover tried to tell us the name of before he gets shot. (laughs) Okay, but then he's still alive after he gets shot and he couldn't finish his sentence. Yes. They'd already moved on to other things. Yeah, they had other things to worry about, so I get it. But <laughs> but I needed to know. Ugh, yes. Do you want to talk about the Void Century mm. and what it is? I Well, so we, we still don't know what it is, but, but Clover does give right. us a lot more than I actually remembered. So this was actually really helpful that, well, this is yeah. his theory that there was a kingdom that existed that was the enemy of what is now the world government, but the world government didn't exist then, and that the world government basically wiped them off the map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the name of the kingdom is something, but we don't know because Clover doesn't finish his sentence <laughs> yeah. because he gets shot, but he doesn't die until... <laughs> but then he forgets. <laughs> yeah, he, I guess he's just like, okay, go save all the important documents. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, okay, back to Saul. Okay, so this is the first time we find out a little bit more about the will of D, I guess, because that's like, 
one of the things he's saying how it's passed down in his family. So that's sort of the assumption is that all of these people who have the D initial, everyone in their family has it and it just is passed down. Yes. It's not just randomly, oh, I gave my kid the middle initial D and oh, look, they turned out to be someone great. (laughs) But yeah, okay, Mm. so we find out later, Robin doesn't know this for a while, but he's a Marine who was on the ship that had Robin's mother captured because the Navy captured the archaeologists and killed most of them. Yeah. Because yes. they're researching the Pontyglyphs, which is super illegal, like we talked about. And then he helped her escape, and then he washed up on shore. And he's like, oh no, I washed up on the island that she's from? Oh no. And yeah. this is his. Oh this God. is her daughter, who's now, like, they become such good friends. Oh, yeah, they do. It's so cute. He's building a raft to leave, and then he finishes it, and then... <laughs> She's like, you're leaving? And he's like, well, I could add a flag. Yes. (laughs) So it stays longer. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then that's why he's there when the rest of the Navy arrives to kill everyone. Yeah. Yep. So that's like the the short of it is that that researching the Pontyglyphs is super illegal. And so because O'Hara is doing it, the Navy comes and they initiate the buster call and destroy the whole island Mm. yeah yeah it's so sad so robin is the only survivor and she survives because so aokiji who was a vice admiral at the time and his name was kuzan because when you become an admiral you get an admiral name but his real name is kuzan hannah refuses to learn this that was so confusing to me (laughs) i'm sorry I'm, i'm gonna hammer this into your head Learn yeah. the names of the admirals. Oh my oh, gosh. Fine. <laughs> no. So anyway, <laughs> Aokiji Kuzan, we'll call him that. Like it's a first name and last name. So well, anyway, he was good friends with Saul and he's like, okay, yes. Saul was doing everything he could to save this little girl. So you know what? I'm going to let her go. I'm going to let her go. And he tells her like, just lie low. Don't do anything your whole life. Just get out of here. But then of course... <laughs> The great villain of this part, Spandine, the father of Spandine, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, sees her escape and puts the bounty on her. An eight-year-old. Yep. Yeah. And so, no, she never she never sank any ships. Like was that no. was the rumor? No, mm-hmm. she didn't do anything. Well, yeah. I mean, just everything about her and about O'Hara is like propaganda from the government to make it seem like yeah. they're the bad guys because they're like oh the devils of ohara they were trying to end the world when no they were just trying to preserve history yeah a history that they're obviously trying to erase yeah for some reason <laughs> we didn't talk about her mom too much but oda really does love uh run by each other without realizing it moment, or at least this is the second time <laughs> that's happened. Where, because Robin kept saying, like, I don't remember my mom's face, I don't remember my mom's face, because she was only, like, two when her mom left. But she has her mom's face, and I'm like, how has nobody, like, this is how alone she was. Like, nobody took the time to even just give her that much. Like, you look exactly like your mom. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, everybody on Hohara except for Robin dies tragically. Oh. But yeah, this is this so this all happens. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how to. Okay, so 
the Straw Hats get on the roof and then Robin's across from them and Luffy's like, we're here to rescue you. And she says, no, I want to die, which she said before back in Alabasta and Hannah mentioned it. And I kind of just glossed over it because I'm just like, I know what happens. Like now is not the time to talk about it. Although, but it is like the time to talk about it because the thing is back in Alabasta, it was just presented uh, just kind of just, oh, it's just there moving on. But yeah. no, mm-hmm. it's, she's been on the run for 20 years and she's just given up because she's yeah. like, I'll just be on the run forever. It's just too difficult. And the straw hats, you will see me as a burden one day because everybody yeah. just keeps coming after me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just so sad because like the people who she did rely on, on O'Hara, like, like Saul and her mom and Clover, like they all wanted her to live. Like, Mm -hmm. they all wanted her to be able to live and, you know, pass on the history and let the world know, like, what had actually happened, which is a big, I don't know, a big thing to ask a little kid. But Mm -hmm. still, like, (laughs) they wanted her to live. And, yeah, she's just been through so much that she can't really take it anymore. And also that she loved the Straw Hats so much that she, that's why she sacrificed herself and joined CP9 and did all all of that, whatever it was. She's like, I wanted you guys to live because you're my friends. Mm-hmm. And then Luffy says, hey, Robin, we're already here, all of us. So anyway, we're going to save you. And if you still want to <laughs> die, then do it later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that was great. Yes, but we get to the greatest, the two greatest moments in One Piece history in all 1,082 chapters and oh my god and counting robin <laughs> say you want to live <laughs> and she does she says that she yes. wants to live after all this all this saying she wants to die she's like she takes luffy is trying to convince her like tell us what you want not what you think is best for us not any of that what do you want and she wants to mm-hmm. live mhm Yes. Take me to sea with you. Oh, so sweet. But yeah, after after the like, okay, so you know we see Robin's backstory, but it's one of those things where it's like, okay, did like did the characters see it too? <laughs> but not real, right? Like, I guess they were just told like a Buster call happened and killed Robin's island. Yeah, <laughs> probably is what happened. But but after that, Luffy says, "I understand who Robin's enemy is now, Sniper King." shoot that flag yes and it's the greatest moment of one piece history as they declare war on the world government by shooting down the flag 170 nations oh my gosh like i feel like even when luffy gave that order like he didn't really understand the whole consequence like no i think he he says i i understand okay this is what he will do for his crew he will declare war on the world (laughs) yes okay I believe that. I'm not sure Usopp understood, but it it it's so great that this moment is played completely straight, and it's like the two comic relief characters who are doing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. It, yeah. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> but yeah, so then they're off. They're like, we're going to fight everyone to save Robin. They're taking her to the Gates of Justice, which will lead her yeah. to the underwater prison impel down. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, 
before that, though, after uh, Frankie sees them shoot the flag and and sees all of this and realizes like what's happening, he makes the decision to burn the the Pluton blueprints. Yes, and a lot of it is this realization of that Robin is not the one who will ruin the world. Yeah. Like she's not mm-hmm. she's not the danger here. He's 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 said multiple times like he's betting on the straw hats and he here sees them declaring war and is like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> the world government is really the ones that we need to be worrying about here. So I'm going to I'm going to destroy these plans. You're not going to get your hands on it. You're never going to get your hands on this. And I know that Robin is never going to let you get your hands on the existing Pluton. So, right. So I'm just going to burn the plans. That's why I kind of thought Frankie heard some of the flashback. <laughs> mm. I was like, oh, her flashback convinced him. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Lots of fighting ensues. <laughs> so much fighting. Yes. And it is like, Oda takes the time to be like, they must fight everyone because everyone has a different key and we don't know which key will unlock Robin's handcuffs. And it's a little like, okay. Like, you could just have them fight them, and I'd be like, that's fine. But, all right, it makes sense that they're not just... Right. That yeah. they're not just all straight going after Robin. I mean, because that's the thing. Again, like, their mission was Robin herself. If there wasn't that, they would just be doing kind of what Luffy's plan was. Like, when Luffy's fighting Luchi, he's not trying to defeat Luchi at first. He's trying to get past him. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. all of the Straw Hats would be doing the same thing if they didn't have the the keys to worry about. Yeah, and even so, like, Nami was able to sneak away one of the keys, but Loved that. we still had to deal with that person forever. Uh, did not like that part. I was like, no, you already yeah. got the key. We don't need to deal with this person. <laughs> exactly. And it made Chopper all tired and weird, scary. <laughs> do, do you want to explain what happened to Chopper? He overdosed, basically. Oh, Chopper. He overdosed and became large gorilla deer yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> per frankie and yeah just uh became crazy and feral and chopper was not in there so frankie had to throw him in the ocean to cool him down which was actually really smart because i was like how yeah. does he stop chopper's rampage <laughs> yeah yeah i agree yeah Ugh. I don't, that there is something really scary about Chopper's big giant form. I don't know. It's just like really unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> well, his eyes were like dead. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's clear that it was really hard on his body too. I mean, he wasn't mm-hmm. doing well towards the end of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luffy kept overcharging himself too. Yes. And he became just like a little child. Well... <laughs> that's that's with the specific gear three yeah so luffy has two new techniques gear two and gear three gear (laughs) two he like pumps his blood really fast and it heats up his body and he can i don't really know exactly move faster yeah move faster yeah make him move fast and then gear three he bites he usually bites his thumb and I guess he bites, like, it's called, he keeps saying into bone, bone balloon. So he bites into his bone yeah. and inflates it. And so then when when that wears off, he, like, basically deflates so much that he becomes super small. Yeah. Yes. Super cute. So, so he, he hasn't <laughs> quite figured out these new techniques, but he's just using them pretty recklessly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, every single one of them has, like, new powers, 
that they're like, I'm so much stronger than last time. And they are just trying out new things constantly. I mean, Nami kind of has to do that because she's working with a new weapon, too. Yeah. Yes. I love her weapon and her fighting style. It's it's so, like, well thought out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's fighting with science. <laughs> <laughs> do we also want to talk about how uh, Usopp found the cabinet with all of the handcuffs? Okay, yes, we should talk about the, the greatest of fights. <laughs> <laughs> so Zoro is fighting Kaku, who is also can turn into a giraffe now, and th- turns into a giraffe so large that he like crashes through the floor. So he ends up in the same space yes. as Usopp, who's fighting Jabra, who can turn into a wolf. Like Christina said, there are lots of animals. Doesn't really matter. Yes. Usopp does have a clever plan of hey, there's this cabinet with handcuffs, and they're they're the sea prism stone. So they take away the powers of devil fruit eaters. So Mm -hmm. he's like, I'll shoot these handcuffs at these devil fruit eaters and they'll be super easy to defeat. But then the giraffe looks so silly that he got distracted. And and those handcuffs go around Zoro instead. (laughs) And then somehow he walks into the other half of the pair. Zoro pushes him down to get him out of the way of an attack. And then they're handcuffed together. Yep. God. Because again, this this is perfect One Piece where it's so serious and then there are things that are so funny. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. That whole scenario, like uh, Zoro's trying to figure out how to fight with Usopp <laughs> attached to him and he ends up turning Usopp into like one of his swords. Yes. <laughs> Just hold yourself perfectly stiff. Yeah. Yes. Before he does that classic Zoro, he's like, I mean, one of us just needs to chop our hand off. Yes. And and then, wait, you haven't heard the rest of the plan. <laughs> then you oh take the hand to Chopper, who will reattach it. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I don't know if you guys talked about this in Water 7, but when he was stuck face down in the chimney and then he asked Chopper for a sword, I was like, what? Don't do that. He's going to cut off his legs or something. <laughs> like, I just know it. <laughs> like, what is he going to cut off his body to get out of this? <laughs> yeah, so now now everybody has to, like, look for the key for Zoro and Usopp's handcuffs. And all the yeah. keys for Robin's handcuffs. And it's a mess. It truly yep. is. It's especially a mess because, of course, Sanji, our dear boy, the... CP9 member he encounters is Khalifa, and as we know, he can't fight women. Truly cannot. Uh, but oh my god, I, he tries. He actually, I mean, his strategy. He does try. His strategy is like, mm-hmm. if I show her I could defeat her, she'll give up. Yeah. But you know, she's a better assassin than that. So. Yeah, and she has funky devil fruit powers. Yeah, but he feels so bad about it because he realizes just like I want to save Robin, I really want to. So, uh, I I yeah. loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and then he's defeated, and then it dropped down to where Nami and I think Chopper. Yeah, are. Chopper's there at the time. Yeah. And and yeah, Nami is, is talking to him about his chivalry and saying, "I'm saying your chivalry almost cost you your life. Are you still going to adhere to it?" Even if you get beaten up like this, what if you die? And Sanji says, even if it kills me, I won't kick a woman. Yeah. So Nami's like, I got this. (laughs) I don't have any such qualms. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Also, she was trying to get out of that fight with Kumadori, like. Yeah. Yes. Again, she already got the key. She didn't need to be fighting Kumadori anymore. Okay, but he was yes. persistent. Gosh, yeah. He really was. So yeah, she she takes his fight and does a fantastic job. Yes. Beats Khalifa the soap woman. She has soap powers. Yes. Oh my gosh. I loved her powers. <laughs> Did you like the soap sheep? Oh my gosh. I liked the soap. The soap sheep was great. And then I liked when she smoothed out Sanji and Nami and they looked all weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you were saying, Emma, earlier, Spandum's got Robin and is trying to take her to to the gates, to, to the prison. And Spandum is just such a bumbling idiot. But because he is in this position of power, he is terrifying. Yeah. Like, he's the stupidest person there is. Like... <laughs> Yeah. He he starts the Buster call accidentally. Yes. Not even on purpose. It is, it is fully an accident. He was trying to reach for the transponder snail and just grabbed the wrong one. But that's what makes him terrible. Like, just his stupidity and in this position of power just makes him a very scary person. And he then just, like, takes his anger out on Robin so many different times where she... She can't fight back, mm -hmm. and he uses that to his own advantage to just beat her up many times. Mm -hmm. Truly the greatest villain. He's scary. <laughs> he is. But that elephant sword is pretty cute sometimes. Oh, I know. It's the cutest. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> the, yes, the sword ate the elephant fruit. Yeah. So, I mean, the important thing is... Usopp and Zoro eventually get unhandcuffed. And so then Usopp's trying to fight Jabra, and he just can't. And yeah. it's so bad. Yeah. But then Sanji's back in the fight. Yes. <gasps> That's literally what I wrote. <laughs> word for word. <laughs> I probably got it because I was reading your notes the other day. <laughs> you were. <laughs> but then this is like my... I, I already said that we have the two greatest moments of One Piece history. This is like my personal favorite moment in One Piece history is what Sanji says to Usopp. Yeah. Well, because Usopp is trying to apologize. He's like, I'm sorry. Like, I wasn't strong. Like, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't able to, to do this. Sanji tells him, well, he says, it's enough that you're alive. Everyone has things they can and can't do. I'll do what mm -hmm. you couldn't, and you will do what I couldn't. Yes. And, like, it's so, it's such an important message. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, just a tiny bit more to it. Think about it. Read the situation. So long as you're here, we're sure to save Robin, Usopp. Uh. As long as you are here. Yes. And it's such an important thing for Sanji to say this, especially because Nami had to do what he couldn't do. And mm -hmm. also, Chopper had to do what Nami couldn't do. And it's just everybody has been yeah. faced with things that they can't do. But still, Usopp is thinking, like, I'm so much less than everyone. But no, he's not. Mm -hmm. He's still important. Yes. So important. Oh, oh, my God. It's just so important to me that Sanji is, like, this understanding supporter of Usopp. It, it's really good. It's... It's really important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, and Sanji can set his leg on fire now. Yeah, yes, he can. Yeah. He spins around really fast, and, like, the friction causes his leg to be on fire. Yeah. 
And it doesn't hurt him. It only hurts other people. <laughs> or burn his clothes. It's... Nope. <laughs> so, I don't think I have anything more to say about any of the fights. I don't think. Yeah, because I mean, mainly at this point, Frankie has run past Luffy to try and get to Robin because he has some of the keys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and Luffy's still trying to hold off Lucci, though now that he knows that Frankie is going on, he now is focused on actually beating Lucci as opposed to just trying to get past him. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, basically, people are winning their fights, getting freed up, and then, like, immediately heading down the tunnel to chase after Robin. Yes. Mm -hmm. But Usopp does figure out what he needs to do to help. He's He becomes the sniper, the sniper king that he says he is. Yeah. Yes. He's standing on top of the building, and he's shooting the, all the, like, Navy guys who are on the bridge that leads mm -hmm. to the gates. And mm -hmm. he shoots the keys down to where Robin is. Mm -hmm. Yes! And Sanji's looking on. Isn't our sharpshooter awesome? Yes! <laughs> and Usopp shoots Phantom, and as we know, Phantom deserved it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yep. so I, my, this was volume 43, and I wrote, I'm all smiles at end of volume 43. All the Straw Hats fights are finished and ready to save Robin. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Oh, and then oh my god, I don't I don't know exactly when Robin says this. I think it may be when she has the handcuffs off, but she says, "I have nothing to be afraid of now because I'm not alone." Yes. Ah! Yes. So, I mean, I don't know. There's just still a lot of fighting because they still have to get to Robin, and then there's all these navy men, and then there's like all these navy captains that have devil fruit powers that show up. Yeah, because I mean, yes. the Buster Call is happening, all of the navy ships are there, and they're, you know, not shooting at Robin because they do still have the orders to take her in alive, but they're mm -hmm. taking out everything else. Yeah. The thing that happens that is just like a blinking you'll miss it moment is that one of these captains has a, a devil fruit power that lets him rust things, so he just destroys one of Zoro's swords. Oh! Yes. Yes, I saw that. And I was like, did that really happen? It's, did, is one of his swords really gone? Yeah. He only has two now. Whatever will he yeah. do? <laughs> and then during this Sanji disappears classic Sanji he's like I've classic been in this Sanji. <laughs> I've been in too many chapters at a time I must disappear because he's what exactly does he do Hannah oh he goes off to uh, rig it so that the gates will close yes. yes anyway when the gates close the whirlpools will come back which will mess with all of the ships that are there for the buster call so you know trying to cause chaos to make it a little bit easier for them to make their escape but yeah they're still not sure how they're going to get off of this island yeah they had they have the escape ship they're like the ship that was originally i think going to take robin but then that ship gets blown up so they need to find another way Oh my gosh. Christina. <laughs> okay, for a second, I forgot what happened. <laughs> because it's literally the most unbelievable thing in the entire world. <laughs> so like... Have you not been reading this series so far? <laughs> okay, like after Water 7, I guess I should have expected it. But everyone is surrounded by the Navy. They're getting closed in on. And Usopp starts... Everyone, I think, starts to hear a voice. Yep ensuring them to like jump into the ocean and guess who it is it's mary the mary 
It's Mary. Mary. <laughs> uh, the ship begged Mr. Iceberg to put it back together for one last ride. I want to sail. I want to sail one more time. Yeah. Yes. Christina, did you cry at all during this arc? Okay, I didn't cry. I didn't cry, but I got emotional and I was like, I did not know at the start of the series that I would get emotional over like a ship. Okay, good. Yes, correct. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knew. (laughs) I know, I cried so many times and I'm like, I knew this was gonna happen. (laughs) Oh yeah, Christina, I, as in my notes, when Usopp's hearing the voice that's telling everybody to jump into the ocean and when he says, there's still one more shipmate, I drew the Mary and then I wrote, I'm sobbing. Because <laughs> I knew. Oh, and then she's like, God. I came for you. As soon as he said that line, I'm like, oh, it's, it's Mary. It's Mary. There's no one else it could be. Yeah. Uh, I loved in Water 7 how Usopp's relationship with the ship and like how he feels about it like drew Frankie to tears. Yes. Too. Yeah. Like, he's so... He's so invested in this story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Backtracking a little bit, I did also really love the moment where Sniper King takes off his mask and is calling out to Luffy when when Luffy is just so down in his fight. And yes, that was really sweet. uh, And then also when when Usopp is then being like, I'll take over the fight. I'll fight Luchi. Like, I mean, I do think it was more to convince Luffy, like, you gotta keep moving. You're really scaring me here. <laughs> like this is this is not how you are supposed to be acting, Captain. Like you are you are much stronger than this. Please please stop it. It's scary. But I don't know. I mean he he was he was really trying to get Lucci to come over to him and and get Luffy to get up. It's just very sweet. It's very sweet. Uh, but Mary lets them make their escape. Yes. And then she breaks apart. Yes. Oh. Uh, an iceberg that it's time to let her rest. Oh my god. They have a funeral for the ship where the ship talks to them. Yes. And tells them, I was happy. I wish I could sail with you more. Oh, oh my god. And they're like worried that Mary's going to be lonely at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Oh, so sad. Boy, oh boy. What is like, what a story arc. I mean. <laughs> yes. I hope I can come to love the new ship as much as I Mm. love Mary. Yeah. I'm skeptical. (laughs) I'm just kidding. If it can happen once, it can happen again. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Do we want to go back and talk about Lucci and how he was a child soldier? And (laughs) Well, I I think it's important. I mean, it's probably not important, but Lucci does... I think it's Lucci when he's explaining what CP9 is. He says that... Like, we've been training to be assassins for as long as we can remember. So there is a child soldier narrative here that is Mm -hmm. important to mention. But yes, Hannah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just that. And we see that he has scars on his back that are in the shape of the world government's flag. That was just coincidence. I don't know. Is it really? Because that felt like... (laughs) Yeah, the pirates shot at him. So that, that was from the pirates. That wasn't from before. Yeah. Okay. Because they seemed pretty healed in the anime. Well, well, you know what? Let's pull up the volume right here. Yeah. So I don't know. Just because, like, 
I was rewatching this arc in the 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 anime just so that I could refresh my memory since it had been a little bit since I had actually read these volumes. And mm-hmm. yes, it it was like kind of implied, I think, that he got those from the pirates shooting af- at him after he had killed all of the hostages that they had. But also the anime made those scars seem like they were fairly healed in that moment. So I wasn't sure if that was because they already existed before or or what. I mean, either way, he's a child when this is happening, and that's upsetting. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, here we go, here we go. Anger, the pirate showered him with cannonballs. The boy just stood there taking it, and when the bombing stopped, he beheaded the pirate captain and ended the standoff. When the boy bearing the scars of attack on his back turned 13, he became an intelligence agent for CP9. So he had the scars when he became an intelligence agent, and he was an agent when he went and took on the pirates. This makes it sound like he became an agent after taking on the pirates, that they were like, hey, good job, now you're an agent. Okay. That's what I read from that just now. Well, it's open to interpretation, I guess. (laughs) Let us know! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you think Lucci had the scars before he was shot with the cannonballs or after? Okay. Very important. I will be sure to keep all of this in. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I don't know. Again, regardless, I mean, he and likely the other CP9 members were forced into this and molded into this from a young age. Mm-hmm. 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 But whatever. We're back in Water 7. A new ship is being built. Frankie is like, hey, you guys are my best friends now. I stole that money from you in order to build my dream ship, and I'm going to give it to you. Yep. And so then Luffy's like, oh, we get a ship for free. And it's like, no, you don't. He stole 200 million berries from you. (laughs) Yes. Okay, but he did use that money to make the ship. So again, like, yes, it's not a free ship. (laughs) In just a roundabout way. Yeah. But, all right, we get a a lot of uh, stuff going on in the rest of the world. We got a lot of characters coming in. Hannah, Christina, what happens? Who shows up? Oh, my goodness. Navy, headquarters, vice admiral, monkey, D, garb. (laughs) And who's that, Christina? It's Luffy's grandpa. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I mean, and back on what we were talking about with Luigi... Monkey D. Garp was definitely trying to raise Luffy as a powerful Navy bed. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He did put him through some tough trials, according to Luffy. Garp Garp owns up to it. He says, I threw you down that unfathomable ravine. I threw you into the jungle at night. I tied you to a balloon and watched you fly off into the distance. But I did it all to make you stronger. Yes. <laughs> and then he's like, darn it, why did you follow Shanks? <laughs> yes. He's like, Shanks ruined you. Yeah. And he also reveals that Shanks is like this super strong dude and same level as Whitebeard and one of these four emperors. And and then I was like, wait, we don't actually know what Shanks's bounty is. It's got to be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But yes. Okay. Finally. Remember back in East Blue, it was it was it was Johnny or Yusaku. I think it was Yusaku who said there are three powers that control the Grand Line, and he only named one of them. The other one is the Four Emperors and the Navy. He mm. he didn't mention it, but it was implied. The Navy's one of them. Anyway, so way back then, Oda was like the Four Emperors are a thing. 
the planning that he has in this. But yeah, so uh, the Straw Hats are close to the halfway point of the Grand Line, and the four emperors are the ones who control the second half of the Grand Line, which is even tougher than this half. Yeah. So, yeah, but who is with Garp? Oh my gosh. Kobe. Kobe. And Helmepo. <laughs> and Helmepo. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And he's all grown up. Oh my gosh, they've been yes. training with Garp. Mm-hmm. And, you know, definitely stronger, but still not a match for Zoro and Luffy. Yeah. But but definitely haven't proved. Yeah, they're so cute. And really, that's the only reason that Garp came to Water 7 is because Kobe wanted to see Luffy. <laughs> yep. Super cute. But more revelations to be had because Garp says, Hey, Luffy, I hear you met your dad. And Luffy says, I have a dad? <laughs> yes. Christina, who is his dad? The dragon. <laughs> is his name Monkey D. Dragon? Yes. Like, <laughs> I didn't know if he had a real name. <laughs> that, that is his real name. So... I don't, like, I don't think I remember him. We were trying to, like, <laughs> hammer it into you when he showed up. We tried really he was hard. He back in Rogue Town. Really? <laughs> what did you do to try and hammer it in? We were like, what did you think of Dragon? And you were like, who's Dragon? <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you met Dragon last time, too. And a little bit during this time as well. And Yeah, he's mentioned again this time too, which I thought was interesting. I don't remember that at all. Who's Dragon? <laughs> the one with like the cloak and the hood who... Saved Luffy? Saved Luffy against Smoker. What? I missed that. <laughs> Did that happen at the That's end of this? That's how they escaped Rogue Town. That's how they escaped Rogue Town. Oh, Okay. Gotcha. And then during okay. the flashback, there's a flashback within a flashback, and <laughs> there's the World Leaders Summit where they're like, Dragon is the number one problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. In six years' time, he'll be a huge problem, and <laughs> now it's six years later. Okay. So I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the revolutionary trying to take on the government. Yeah. And everyone's heard of him except for Luffy. Yeah. (laughs) Do we ever learn about his mom? Do we? Do we, Emma? Emma won't tell us. Do you want me to tell you? I'll tell you. No, I don't want to know. I want to discover it. No. If it's a, I can tell you a yes or no answer. Doesn't mean I'm going to tell you who she is or if she exists. Does he have a mom? He's probably wondering that. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say, Kobe gives Luffy a lot of information <laughs> about the Marines. <laughs> yes. Yes. Nami was smart. Yeah. And she loved to snail out so she could listen in. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, Luffy is like, oh, so you, you know, you took the mountain to get here. And he's like, no, no, <laughs> we don't need to do that. We can, we can easily navigate the comm belt. And he's like, what? But there are so many monsters there. That makes no sense. And so apparently the key is just to have all of the sea prism on like the bottom of your boat and it helps to get rid of the monsters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and, and then Kobe also mentions a Dr. Vegapunk who is like the tech person, like 
for the Navy and is like the reason that the inanimate objects can eat devil fruits. Yes. Yeah. That that he figured that out. Yes. I want to know how. <laughs> how did he do that? What does that look like? Maybe one day we'll find out. Yeah. But I guess we can we can finish up the Straw Hat storyline, then we can talk about more of the other world yes. stuff. Because they get their new ship, and it's got like a lion head mast that kind of looks like a sunflower, and it kind of looks like the sun, so they call it the Thousand Sunny. <laughs> yep. Super cute. Super fancy ship with a lawn, a garden, you know? <laughs> a fridge with a lock. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> A fridge with a sufficient lock. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a slide. <laughs> Chopper was excited. <laughs> That's not hard. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's Chopper needs to be excited, though, because he was devastated at his bounty. Oh, yeah, they all get bounties mm-hmm. now. They all have bounties. Yes. And Luffy's has gone up to 300 million. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Chopper is just their cotton candy loving pet at 50 berries <laughs> yep oh my god i mean sanji though he's the only without a picture <laughs> so they drew one and it it's not flattering it doesn't it's not <laughs> <laughs> he's devastated yeah and we get the extra scene of the photographer had the lens cap on his camera when he took the yes. picture. He shows the picture, he's like, it's this mysterious <laughs> black picture. He's really a devil. <laughs> yes. Oh, so great. It, it's such a great end. But so the thing is that Frankie also has a bounty now. Mm-hmm. And the Strahds do. They want Frankie to join their crew because they still need a ship, right? Even if they have a new ship, they're yeah. like, we need someone to take care of this ship. Mm-hmm. So they try and they get Frankie to join the ship. <laughs> yep, in the strangest way possible. <laughs> because nobody can just join their crew. They all have to be coerced into doing it. Yes, even though they like they want it, they want to join, they still have to be convinced. Yep. <laughs> yes. But I guess, like, the very last thing with the Straw Hats is that Usopp still hasn't rejoined the crew. Right. And and Zoro talks with the whole crew, and he's like, everyone, we can't just let him waltz back in. He needs to apologize. Those need to be the first words out yes. of his mouth. A crew that doesn't respect their captain and a captain who doesn't deserve that respect is destined to fail. Mm-hmm. And it's harsh, but it also, it's true. Like, you can't yeah. just yeah. leave the crew with, I mean... You can't leave the crew and expect to be able to come back if you are disagreeing with the captain's decisions. Like, Luffy made an impossible choice where he was like, I see that Mary can't go on. If we want to continue, this is what we need to do. And Usopp wasn't ready to accept that. And yeah, I mean, it was like, I understand Usopp's motives, but it was disrespectful to the captain to, to not follow along. Yes. So, yeah. As Zoro says, this guy may be an idiot, but he's still the captain. Yep. Which, Zoro is like the only one who yep. really takes Luffy's... Se- I mean, not even really seriously as a captain, but he's the one who's like, I must follow... I pledged my life to you, yes. and I moderately regret that decision. <laughs> However, in order to like make myself feel better, I must be like, yes, I have 100% trust in you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, like, they're leaving because then the 
Navy, even though Garp was like, I'm not going to attack you, then he's ordered to attack Luffy and capture him. Because he went back to the Navy and he was like, I didn't capture them. That's my grandson. And they're like, that's not a reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's not a reason you can use. And everybody had even tried to oh like stop gosh. Garp before and be like, you need to actually have like a reason that you can tell them. And I think one of his yeah. crew like had come up with like just tell them this, but no, in the moment. Yeah, he was like just say they got away. <laughs> yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's attacking them. Yeah. So he's just doing it on his own. He's like I'll I'll do all the attacking. My crew doesn't need to do anything. I'm just going <laughs> to chuck these cannonballs at you. <laughs> yeah. So Usopp's still on shore and he's like guys wait you're leaving without me and he's he's not apologizing and so and so chopper's like guys Usopp's there and luffy zoro and sanji are like we can't hear him because as zoro said the first words out of his mouth have to be an apology so then they just pretend (laughs) that they can't hear him so that way the first thing they hear is his apology oh my gosh and he does he does apologize and it's it's so good he's like i'm sorry i'm stubborn idiot Please take me back. (laughs) And I love, at least, again, it's been a while since I've read this and I didn't actually write this down in my notes. So this is from the anime. So maybe it's, correct me if I'm wrong. But what I loved is Luffy stretches out his arm to him. And I mean, Luffy grabs them all the time, like without asking. I mean, when they were on like the towers getting ready to jump on to Rocket Man to be able to get across to to Robin, he just grabs them, doesn't even say what he's doing. But here he just holds out his hand mm. to Usopp and is like, take my hand, like, like come mm-hmm. and and like gives him still that like option and that choice. And of course, Usopp does. <laughs> and I just like that. Yes. Yeah. So. We're here, we're together, we're on a new ship, new crew members, old crew members, lots of returning crew members. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and they s- sail off into the sunset. Yeah. Not really, but kind of. Yeah, they get away from Garb. <laughs> Meanwhile. So much is happening. <laughs> I mean, we do get to see all of the hometown, see the, the wanted posters, and it's super cute. It's so cute. Luffy's mayor continues to, like, know stuff, but not tell us everything and is just like continuing to be shifty he he's like does dadan know about this who's that who are you what are you talking about luffy's mayor what do you know about luffy what do you know about the d what do you why do you know these things luffy's mayor (laughs) but anyway ace he was searching for Blackbeard, and he finally found okay, him. Okay, but are we going to skip over Shanks? I mean, yeah. <gasps> yeah. That was my plan. No. <laughs> no, because... <laughs> I thought you enjoyed laughing at me about this, so I thought for sure you were going to have us talk about this. I, I wrote in my notes, I can finally talk about hockey and Shanks and Gold Roger. Oh my gosh, because <laughs> Shanks finally makes it to Whitebeard because he's been wanting to have this discussion with him and he makes it and then Whitebeard's like not sergeants commanders his commanders yeah are like all right rookies y'all gotta move or you're gonna pass out basically and they don't move and then they're all passing out and it's just because Shanks is walking up and not holding back on this hockey power that he has because it's overwhelming and it's just making everybody pass out who's not like a certain power level or something I don't know anyway but apparently I guess that's why he was able to just stare down a sea monster 
Not just because he's, like, really cool. <laughs> I mean, he is really cool still because he's just really cool. But he's also really cool and has this hockey power, which helps, I yes. guess. <laughs> yeah, which Hannah didn't remember. And now Hannah's been very honest about her bad memory. Yes. But but as longtime listeners may, may remember, Hannah said that she got too punk hazard. Yes. <laughs> Look... <laughs> It's not my fault. <laughs> but apparently you did remember that Shanks was a crew member of Gold D. Rogers crew. It's so funny because I got to that moment and I was just like, yeah, we already knew that, right? Like, I, I just... Is that something I, that, like, you may have said before? Because I felt the same that I when I got to that moment. I was like, did I already know this? I did not. I did not let this slip. Yeah, I don't think it was said before, like... It wasn't until that moment where, I don't know, it was just one of those things where it felt like, oh, I already knew that. It, so, like, somewhere back there, it, like, I remembered it because it wasn't a surprise. It's like, that makes Bobby sense. Bobby was hinting at it for a long time, though, because he said, I I met Whitebeard and Whitebeard yes. was the only one who could take yes. on Goldie Roger. Yeah. Mm, so, yes, yeah. more importantly, Buggy was part of Goldie Roger's crew. Buggy and Shanks. And then they parted ways after Roger was executed. So yeah, Shanks' whole goal was to be like, Whitebeard, don't let Ace fight Blackbeard. Which is like, Ace has been taking forever to find Blackbeard. If you really want him to not find Blackbeard, you had plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Also, why? Why do you want... What is going on? (laughs) I mean, he seems a bit freaked out by Blackbeard. He reveals that Blackbeard is why he has the scars across his face. And and Whitebeard had made a comment about, like, you know, what was it that made you give up your arm? Kind of implying, like, there's very few things that could injure Shanks. And we're seeing, like, his power level and we're seeing that he's one of the four emperors. And, and so it's very much implied that he is this very strong person but he's very worried about blackbeard and blackbeard was able to leave a mark on him so and as we keep we keep forgetting to mention blackbeard's full name yes marshall d teach yes (laughs) which we learned back in skypia but we forgot to mention it oh (laughs) so yeah meanwhile ace finds blackbeard uh ace so he's there to fight blackbeard yeah and blackbeard has the strongest power ever of darkness. Whoa. Yeah. He can, like, suck things in. Like, he has, like, black hole powers, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Suck things in, destroy them, spit them back out. Um, also, like, suck up people's powers if he touches them? Yeah. If he, if mm. devil fruit users lose their power when he touches them. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge fight. Ace, even when he's being held by Blackbeard, is still putting up a fight. I think Blackbeard's, like, henchmen are kind of a bit impressed by that. Like, oh, you know, you would think devil fruit users are, like, reliant on their powers. But, yeah. but Ace is still able to hold his own a bit during it. Mm-hmm. Blackbeard does also start off on the wrong foot because he had been reading about Luffy and he's like, oh, hey, Ace, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go kill Luffy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, like just that, that's not, that's my current plan. Look at this. Look at this bounty this kid has. I'm I'm going to go show him what's what. <laughs> and Ace is like, uh-uh, <laughs> that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, we don't know how the battle actually ends, though. No, we just see like both of their powers taking over the entire island. And then we have the ominous, the duel at Banaro, Ban- Banaro, Banaru. I don't know. I was pronouncing the character's name Wands all last episode, and it's Wanze, so, like, Um, who even knows? (laughs) The the duel at Benaro Island in the Grand Line, this battle between pirates would later be identified as the trigger for the major events that were to follow. (laughs) Oda, why? (laughs) (laughs) But that's it. That is every single thing. Every single thing that happened to Annie's lobby. We didn't skip a single thing. That's not true. We skipped plenty. It may not seem like it, but plenty was skipped. Yeah. Ugh, so good. (laughs) So, yeah. I don't know if there's any final thoughts for anyone, but yes, I loved it. I think, you know, if I'm supposed, if I'm, if I'm splitting between arcs, I think I liked Water 7 better, but this is still like, like only like a point less. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's so good. It's, it's just so good. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it is cathartic. I mean, you get so much resolution to so many things. I mean, so many people are coming together. So much is happening in the world at large, too. It's just, I don't know, it's really cool. I agree. Enru made it to the moon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say that. I was like, we get more of the, what is it called? Infinite Vars? Yeah. Yeah. He made it to the moon. Yeah. So he's having an adventure up there, I guess. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gotta gotta read it so you know these cover stories. Oh yeah. Oh, the cover stories. Alrighty then. Well, Emma, what are we reading next time? Alright, well, we're reading less. It is the Thriller Bark arc, which is <laughs> chapters 442 through 489. Some say it's the spookiest arc. Unless you're me and you were really freaked out by the end of Skypea. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Exciting. Cannot wait. I love spooky. (laughs) Well, please join us next time as we read Thriller Bark together. Um, Until then, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on all the platforms. And especially don't forget to treat your shelf. (laughs) 